0: Life Transformation Radio is all about our transformation. Here, we tell the stories of why we're doing what we're doing, highlighting that transformational moment that changed our lives, and how we use it to then transform others and elevate their lives as well. You can listen to us live right here on the Blog Talk Radio Network, Tuesday through Friday, 5.30 p.m. Eastern Time. You can join our Facebook group. Go ahead and search for Life Transformation Radio Community right there on Facebook join our facebook group and also please subscribe rate and review the show on your favorite podcast platform you can hear it on apple podcasts stitcher Spricker, spotify tunein player fm radio public overcast castbox himalaya app google podcasts pandora and of course on youtube at life transformation radio on the sh- my guests are entrepreneurs speakers business owners coaches podcasters authors and other amazing people who are impacting everyone around them. And my guest today has done exactly that. If you have any questions for any of the guests that I bring on the show during our live broadcast, go ahead and give us a call at 657-383-1109. Again, the number is 657-383-1109. And with that, please help me welcome to the show my amazing guest for today, Dr. Serena Patterson. Serena, welcome to Life Transformation Radio.
1: Thank you. Thank you for having me.
0: I am super excited to bring you on the show today. We had just launched your amazing book, Break Free Heal Wounds, and I'm super excited for all of the success that you've had so far. Number one new release, number one in your category, so I am super excited, so um, you know, I'm, I'm yes. just, just honored to have you on the show right now.
1: Yes, and I am honored to be on the show with you as well. And I'm super, super, super excited. I mean, uh, yesterday I was jumping up for joy. I was so, so happy. I mean, I'm still trying to come down off of it all. It, it, you know, it all <laughs> like an overnight thing, but I'm still coming down off of it. And I'm so excited.
0: I love that it, it started kind of this, I, I, I want to put this book out. I want to do that. We got it through social media. And I said, oh, you got a powerful story. We got to launch it. You have yes. such an amazing story that we're going to dig into. Mm-hmm. And it's so relevant to what's going on right now with mental health disabilities and everything on the rise, suicides on the rise. And there was mm-hmm. some some statistics that I was looking at and what, it, what happened with everybody on the lockdown is kids that depend on school lunches because they come from a not-so-great household, like family or whatever, are mm-hmm. not getting the meals. So schools had to come up with a lunch program for the kids who are doing virtual school. The exactly. domestic violence rates have increased because families are stuck in the same house. And their only reprieve from abuse was work and school. And now that everybody's stuck home, domestic violence has increased. Suicides have increased because people can't see their families. They're told to stay home. But, you know, like we have to yeah. get out, we have, we long to belong. Going and seeing your friends and hanging out and talking. And so many people got on Zoom one time that Zoom crashed, it couldn't handle it. So that was something else that that came of it. So, you know, with everything going on this year, I think your book is a real refresher. And when people read that, they're going to find ways to overcome some of those obstacles and battles that they're facing right now.
1: Exactly, exactly. I do agree. And I was just speaking about some of that too earlier uh, with me and my uncle. We was just talking about that on the phone about how, like you said, like, to right now is the time 2020 um where it's kind of like life a lot of things slow down um we was you know kind of out here in the world where we were on social media everybody was going 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 like that that what is it the rat that's in the maze and he's constantly going going yeah. going going but it was like 2020 hit and it was a slowdown and it's kind of like you know this is what my book is about, is looking within, um, you know, looking from within your inside and really slowing down and seeing what it is, what type, what do you want out of life? So, yes, I believe you 100%. This is like 2020, this, it was a, a whirlwind for all of us in America, across the world. <laughs> um, yep. But at the same time, like you said, it was a time to reflect, to to kind of sit back and look within
0: and what what really matters to you. 100%. Yep, I absolutely agree. The title of this episode is Break Free Heal Wounds with author Dr. Serena Patterson. Dr. Serena Patterson believes in living life to the fullest with joy, peace, and happiness from inside out. She holds a degree in education and from Argosy University a bachelor's degree in social work austin p state university and master's degree in teaching and learning ashford university she has worked with the department of family children services in atlanta georgia and family advocacy and behavior health for the military dr patterson worked with families and foster care group homes juveniles justice system domestic violence shelters and soldiers in a suicidal-intensive outpatient program. Many of her clients suffered from a lack of self-awareness, understanding of where their happiness lies, and who they are. Some suffered from domestic violence, borderline personality disorders, generalized anxiety, and depression. Dr. Patterson is a certified Life Mastery consultant through Mary Morrissey Life Master Institute. Currently, she is a member of the International Coaching Federation and member of a local ICF Heartland chapter. She conducts career seminars and workshops, giving students a guide to finding their dream job upon graduation based on their skills and abilities. She walks clients through step-by-step, break-free, heal-your-wounds program. Dr. Patterson's proven 90-day Dream Builders program is a system that will transform your life. Her new best-selling book, Break Free, Heal Wounds, is available on Amazon. Go ahead and click on the Amazon link right there that's highlighted. And you can click on Facebook, click on her website, check her out, see what she's up to. And if you want her on your show, please reach out to her from her website, Facebook, or any other social media. After reading all that, I got to know what is your why? Why do you do what you do?
1: Wow. Wow. Yes, that was a lot in the mouthful right there. Uh, reading, just having you reading all that, I didn't even realize, like, I was going back, reliving a lot of things that I did in life, and <laughs> it's amazing. Um, but to your question, my why, my why, and I would say what my why is and why I am here, it stems from a combination of many things that brought me to this point. Um, but definitely my why was at a point where I was literally broken. Um, l- meaning like literally I was finding myself like looking around and blaming everyone else or blaming a lot of different situations in my life. And then I had to really think about it. And I'm not going to say I had to, but things put me in a place where I had to sit down, and revamp my life, really understand what is, what is my reason? Why am I here? I can't be here just to be constantly, mm. uh, you know, worried about um, maybe I'm hurt or somebody did this to me or my life was just, I got a bad end of the stick um, based on where I came mm. from. Like that just could not be it. Like it had to be something. So going through, like domestic violence but more on the psychological piece of, ver- of verbal abusive um and growing up with some dysfunctional um could be verbal abuse as well so my why just stems from all of the experiences that i went through and realizing that it's more to life than just this like this is not this is not the way life is <laughs> or should mm-hmm. be so right so, yes, my why just came out of my brokenness, um, being broken and then learning to accept that, learning to accept that we are vulnerable, we are human, um, we are not supposed to be invincible. I mean, a lot of us walking around here, you know, even myself, I walked around like Superman, like or Superwoman, like I had to wear a cape mm-hmm. at all times. And even doing that, it put me in a place where I couldn't accept or get the help that I would need um, by being, you know, the strong one. And then it's like, if you're strong, people are looking at you like, Oh, you don't need help. So, so yeah. So my why came out of my brokenness um, and feeling like, you know, it was just me against the world when really it, it wasn't me against the world, just really me learning to accept my weaknesses and, and dealing with those and still moving forward.
0: Yes. Yes. Growing up, there was a lot that I had to deal with, and I part of the coping mechanism was just to bury it and mm-hmm. not talk about it and not tell anybody about it. Right. In order to get past the the bad things that were happening in my life, I needed to go back to my childhood and accept it. Mhm. Acceptance is so tough. It doesn't right. mean and that it was right. It doesn't mean it's, that, you, that, that it's okay. It doesn't mean that you have to like what happened. It just means that you have to accept what happened. And mm-hmm. I believe it's the last stage in grief, if I'm not mistaken, is, is acceptance. Mm-hmm. Accepting that it happened and then doing something to make sure that it either doesn't happen again or making the change. To how you respond to it, that's something I had to learn.
1: Exactly, same here. Yeah, yeah same here. Uh, and I was, I was just talking about earlier about that. You know, we sometimes like the things we don't want to, the fear that we, and the, you know, the things you don't, like you said, you had to go back to your childhood. It's those things that we feel like I don't want to touch. I don't want to go back. And I understand that there's some people and I've worked, like I said, I worked in foster care. So there are some ch- children that grew up in a childhood that was so traumatic, um, so devastating that they, it's, there's no way they can really go back or they can't go back um, because of the, the trauma, how bad it is and things like that. Um, but, you know, some of us has to look back and I have a section in my book where I talk about that, my rear view mirror. And there is a time where you have to go back in that rear view mirror. You know, if you're feeling yourself stuck, you're constantly stuck and you're doing the same thing over and over, you know, maybe it's a lesson you not you're missing or an experience that you're not willing to accept. Like, Hey, this is me. What I need to do. Like you said to change um, or what can I do better to not let that happen to get to me again or not even to me but to my family my generation like my children I don't want them to go through you know some of the things you can't stop everything you know what I'm saying you're not going to be able to stop all the bad from it but at least you'll know okay this particular thing I can move forward you know Oh yeah for
0: sure Oh yeah yeah I know how that is and and it was something that I thought a lot about when I became a parent myself I'm like man I really hope I don't turn out like, like them or him or, you know, whatever. I just, mm-hmm. man, I just really hope that, that, you know, I can break the cycle. And they always say that the first part of solving a problem is recognizing that there is one. Exactly. And right. And a lot of people don't want to do that because there's a little self self inward self-reflection and people don't want to feel like they're wrong or the cause of problems or, you know, they, they don't want to put the blame on themselves. It's not that they don't want to be accountable to those. It's just, they don't want to feel like I'm the issue. I'm the problem.
1: Right. Exactly. And then too, like uh, yeah. um, even for myself, even for like me, sometimes you don't even know, you're the problem like like you really truly don't have that sense with like that you know that sense that you it's you I was I, I read it somewhere I can't even remember the book or if I saw it somewhere but it was mentioned because I did this and many of people that I that come through my path that walk with me um, even the people I counseled um, that came through you know that I work with they, it, this, the, the thing that I read, and I hope I say this correct, but it was basically, they said that many people know, like, you know what I'm saying? A lot of people know, they know, like they know, like if you talk to people, yeah. it's like, oh, I know that. Oh, I already know that. Um, So they know, they know. And that's it. Many people, like, even in my book, everything I speak about, everybody, you know, this, a lot of people know it, but it states that few people do it. And that's, that's yeah. the few. You see what I'm saying? So we know a lot. We know what's right. We know what we shouldn't do, but none of us take the time to do it, to actually say, like, for instance, none of us take the time to look in with ourselves to say, you know, what is our weaknesses? You know, what is hindering me? What is stopping me? We're quick to blame it out and be like, oh, it's so-and-so far. You know, oh, this is why I can't get up, or this is why I can't do X, Y, and Z. It's because of this, or it's because I came out of this, you know, domestic violence, or it's my husband, you know, he treated me this way. You know what I'm saying? So it's a lot of learning, like you said, that self-acceptance is very, very important because learning to accept who you are, even the weakness, even your, your bad, even your negative and your positive, but learning to accept it all so that you can make a change but if you're not able to accept but one part of you and like I, I put it in my book too there's two coins to a you know there's i mean there's two sides to a coin so even with you you have a negative and a positive we're not all just good and when you know what I'm saying that all good is not just going to happen bad things still happen to good people
0: sure yeah. they do yeah absolutely they do yeah. And people take it personal sometimes. Right. And I feel like it's it's I feel it's like it's the energy that you put out that makes the difference. Mm. Right? I heard it I heard in an emotional intelligence seminar that I was that I was at love emotional intelligence and they said that so many people are worrying about the ten percent that they have no control over, that they forget about the 90% that they do have control over. Mm. Well, that's
1: pretty deep. That's if you deep.
0: worried more about the 90% and you changed your life and you became 90% happy, it far outweighs that 10%, but they don't. Mm-hmm. They worry about that 10% and then that worrisome 10%, combined with all of the other ninety percent makes you a hundred percent
1: miserable. Right, exactly. And you know that's I mean that you bring that up too because I mean I did that in one of my I uh used to teach a communication course and um uh, one of the communication courses it was talking about that with the verbal and nonverbal like ten percent, like most of the time people don't remember what you say, but they can remember how you made them feel um yep. you know what I'm saying with your nonverbals and how you communicate to others so um yeah, and i had i have i was thinking of um I was just had something on the tip of my tongue, and now I just kind of slipped my mind there,
0: <laughs> so one thing that that i Always try to live by is my audio needs to match my visual. Mm-hmm. My audio needs to match my video. Meaning, if I'm happy, I need to show that I'm happy. Because a lot mm-hmm. of times our nonverbals tell the story. They do. Right, right, right. Our nonverbals tell the story. If you're not mm-hmm. happy, then you're not
1: going to show that you're happy.
0: And the emotions right. just don't
1: lie right they don't you know just like what um what, what like you just said like somebody can like you a lot of times people read your like you say your nonverbals. um you ever had that situation where you 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 kind of felt like like you had a bad day but then you try to put on this this smiling face like you like you know smiling somebody say what's what's wrong with oh, you yeah. like they can they can feel it but you like nothing <laughs> but it's like they can feel yep. what you feeling inside <laughs>
0: all the time yeah yep yeah i used to do that yeah. all the time all the time
1: yeah so the show and is all and, about
0: transformation
1: oh, gonna, oh go ahead oh no i was just gonna say even with my book and um dealing with domestic violence and dealing with um psychological abuse um meaning verbal abuse emotional abuse that's so not talked about a lot a lot of people when they think of you know, toxic relation is more or less the physical abuse, but emotional abuse is just as detrimental as that physical abuse. And a lot of people that go through that type of emotional abuse or physical, I mean, psychological abuse from their partner, especially someone they love, it could be a family member. Um, it's those, they, they come out of that having those mixed feelings where they come out because they've been used to walking on eggshell, used to trying to be happy for the other person. And then when they come out of that relationship, they don't really know how to trust themselves. So those are the people that I work with um, and so strong because I've, I myself been there. It's like, you, you gotta try to really look deep um, to, to, to say, okay, am I really, am I faking this? Or is this really, do I really believe this? <laughs> About myself. Right. So it's just building your own confidence back up. Trusting yourself. Is Yes.
0: So true. So true. So the show is all about transformation. And we go through many transformations in life. But what is one transformation that comes to mind that puts you on the path that changed you, transformed you? And put you on the path to what you're doing today.
1: Yeah. Um I have to do one. Wow. I have I do have two two that led me to this particular thing. And I'm just gonna share uh, my story real quick. Um, because I was diagnosed with breast cancer in two thousand and nineteen. So in that being going through that, um being diagnosed with breast cancer in two thousand and nineteen, on top of that being told around the same month that your kid's father, which was my ex had died, had passed away. Um, wow. So going through breast cancer and, and then having to get my children ready and prepared to go to their dad's funeral, which we're still young. He still was a young, you know, young man. Um, it was hard. And that was a big transformation. Mind you going through the divorce, with him in 2005 was a epitome of big transformation of getting me to learn who am I and why am I here? And, you know, things like that. That was a, that also moved me to this, to this place here, but the big straw was, was being told diagnosed with breast cancer on top of your kid's father is, is dead. So what transferred me the most and got me and birthed this book was when I was going through chemo treatment, and the doctor explained to me what chemo treatment is, how it goes through your body, what is it going to do, and, it, and, you know, they talked and all that doctor terms that I can't really say but what I got out of it and what he did say is that the chemo that he's using the particular type he's going to put in my body is the, is going to kill every cell it's going to kill kill the bad cell as well as some of your good cells um that it will just right. you know kill out so that it can remove all of the cancer out or hopefully get all of the cancer so with that being said, I went through my first chemo treatment. I come home the next day. The first day, you don't really feel, you know, you know, I didn't really feel much of it um, because they steroid you up. I was all, like, kind of hyped up, like, wow, okay. But that next day, oh, wow, well, that chemo really was going through. And so my transformation was me talking with God. I had my Bible. And I had my pad and I was writing and God was speaking to me at that moment. And what he was telling me, yes, I was going through a lot dealing with how am I going to get my kids, you know, I mean, well, after my kids' funeral, went through their dad's funeral. Um, I don't want my kids to not have a mom either. They don't have a dad. Now I'm not a mom. So going through all that led me and um, I started reading my scripture and the part that transformed everything and that I started to write this book was when the doctor, like I said, when the doctor said the chemo was killing every cell in your body, good and bad, God was telling me that I'm killing every generational curse, everything that hurt you, everything that you saw was you is not you. And wow. I'm rebuilding you. And so that is what transformed me because that's why I say you you think like, oh, everything, this is like, this is tragic, this is bad. But when my belief, I trust and I believe, I know there's a higher power, there's a higher being. And God said, yep. you yep. are more than what you're going through. You're more than your circumstances. I put more in you. So as long as he kept waking me up, giving me breath to keep moving – I would that was more for my light to shine, more for me to do more for, to, to you know to help someone else to help others. So that was my transformation. Um, like I said, I was in my brokenness going through my brokenness, but I was coming out a blossom like I was blossoming into this beautiful array of you know flowers. Like I was like, wow. <laughs> this is beautiful. And, you know, even I talked to some of my family members, they're like, you know, can't believe like, Oh my God, you're going through this. And, but you seem so happy. Like you seem so this, and, it's, it's, and it wasn't that I was happy of what I'm going through. It's just that I know who's I am. I know who has me.
0: Ooh, and that's, that's good.
1: Yeah. So that was my transformation.
0: Yeah. That's so good. I know who's I am. So good. So good. I had to learn a lot of self-love. And there's some things in your book that you talk about, about the value that you place on yourself. And then there's some stories that you use about, about the way that you feel or the way that you think about yourself. Mm-hmm. I think that's a huge part of acceptance and overcoming because you can't really accept what's outside of that whatever mm-hmm. outside of until you fix what's going on around you. I always say that you cannot fix the world if you cannot fix your mind.
1: Exactly. Or your heart. Right. Whatever right. you have
0: in you needs to be squared away, fixed, whatever. Cause like we're all broken in some way. Mm-hmm. We're mm-hmm. all broken. We can still right. function. You know, it's like they're saying like broken crayons color too. Mm-hmm. We can still color broken people. We can still color
1: exactly,
0: but it may not look good.
1: Right, it may not look good. It's kind of like so, that, like your, I would say it's kind of like your lamp. Like you have a, you know, your lamp in your living room, and it has three light bulbs, and you got. Two of the light bulbs shining, but only, you know, the other one is, is not shining. So you're still functioning. You're still bringing out light. But imagine if you can fix that third light, the brightness.
0: Mm, it's huge. Oh, it's so good. So you've taken your why and your transformational moments and packaged them together.
1: How do you elevate the world around them? that that how i elevate the world around is that one is how is basically giving giving back giving back to others and letting you know and helping others to see their light um letting their light shine um you know letting their light shine through them giving them the um because i someone gave back to me you know like i was going through what i was going through even when i didn't know how to ask for help someone came and, and offered that, like, you know, so me being that one that can give back and help, because there's some people that just don't know who, like, giving them the resource, they don't know where to turn, where to look, who to go to, and that that's my, me, I would like to be the inspiration to to help others to be able to know you're not alone, you're not by yourself in this, and you do have a light that needs to be shined inside of you. It's just, we got to get to, we got to get to that light. What, well, you know what I'm saying? That's in there, that's buried. And that's, that's me. I feel like I'm here to, mm-hmm. to just, my, my thing is I'll, I'll have to take it back to the nineties. My theme song that will bring me to what it is, is that song that was called, um, we are the world. When they did the, the We Are the okay. World, I don't know if you remember that long, this, this showing my age probably, but that's it. We are the world. We are the ones to help others, to to give mm-hmm. them, show them that there is someone out there who cares.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think that that's huge right now because of all the lockdowns and the mental health. Everything is just on the rise and suicides are up over 100%. You're not alone. Mm-hmm. There's no way that whatever you're going through, you're the first one to ever go through it. There's no right. Way. <laughs> exactly. There's no way that you felt some new feeling for the first time. There's no way that whatever situation you're in wasn't thought of long time ago. Mm-hmm. I'm talking 200 years. 200 years someone hasn't had the same problem as you. Exactly. Too hard to hear. Give me right. <laughs> right. Right. Like, uh, don't evangelize your problems. Just fix them. That's the way I look right. at it. Don't, exactly. don't Don't tell everybody how much problems you got. This is what I got. This is what I'm fixing for mm-hmm. this problem. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, uh, so your book, "Free Heal mm-hmm. Wounds." Um, tell us about it. Why you wrote it, and where we can get it
1: yes yeah, so my book break free heal wounds is just that it's helping others um to break free from those things that are holding you back that are keeping you stuck you know you know there's more in you and you like dang i keep doing running into the same thing so that's what is there and then to heal those wounds it gives you like step-by-step um strategies techniques um one of the I think it's in chapter 14. I'm not sure. Or no, maybe like 10. But one of them is the mindfulness, um, being able to sit quietly with yourself. There's an exercise in there. And to be able to, to do that, to sit quietly, even if it's starting off with three minutes, you know, um, and that's a big thing. That's the first step in learning how to, you know, self accept because we in a world where Everything around us is just spinning. It's going, is going, going, and you kind of feel, like, you know, I gotta go, I gotta go, I'ma miss something. But spending a little time with yourself, um, so that's in my book, and that is also in, you know, helping you with healing, healing those wounds that hold us back. Those, those, you know, things that we tell ourselves, like you was talking about earlier about our mind. This book talks about that of clearing your mind and and under and listening to your inner voice. And what is telling you um, sometimes, I mean, our thoughts can be so contradicting to who we are um, based on our experiences and the, the world, you know, the life that we've been through. So the book, it, it, it goes through all that. It talks about my life, some of the experiences that I went through and, um, some of the thought process that I had and I had to overcome. It talks about, you know, some of my dynamic um, family, um, the way I grew up, um, that also shaped me into the woman that I am today. Um, um, so that's what the, you know, that's what the book speaks about. And it also gives you tips and strategies and help you to overcome your, you know, your obstacles and things that are holding you back.
0: Yes. Yes. Yeah. Practical advice. I love it. I love, mm-hmm. you know, I, I read these books and I'm like, okay. Now what? Like, like what, like, what do I do now? Mm-hmm. But you gave it to him in the book. It's like, follow along, fill this out. Right. And I love that. Oh right. my God. I love that so much.
1: Yes, because um, even like I'm going to put, like my uncle, he said too, I'm going to put him, he mentioned that knowledge, we get knowledge, like knowledge is something we, you know, we know, we understand, but it is, I mean, we, we know it, but the understanding part is what we don't get. So it's like, I can tell you something and you like, oh yeah, yeah, I got that. I got that. But if you don't do it, then you didn't, that means you didn't understand it. You see what I'm saying? And I'm, I'm not saying everything that somebody needs to do. But, I mean, if you're saying you come to me with a problem, you're saying, hey, I got this problem, and I give you the solution. I tell you, like, hey, this is what you need to do to get to where you're trying to get to. And you say, oh, okay, yeah, I know that. And you walk away. Well, if you don't apply that, you'll be right back to me tomorrow saying, hey, I got this problem. And I'm looking at you like, hey, I just gave you the solution. So, yeah, knowledge is one thing. But understanding that knowledge to be able to apply it is another thing.
0: Oh, 100%. They always say that knowledge is power. And I just don't believe knowledge is power. Knowledge is the gas. Mm-hmm. Knowledge right, is right. the potential. Because I can read every book on building an amazing business. But if I don't execute it, I'm severely lacking in the execution phase, I guess you could say.
1: Mm-hmm, if I'm going to mm-hmm. read
0: something, I need to execute on it I have to I got to execute on something Right,
1: yeah Because I've read so many books, I'm like you too I've, I've, I've read, you know, so many books So many books, like you so said, I can read it and I can have a An epitome moment And like, oh my god, yes, All I right. got that, I got that And then walk away and I'm still doing the same exact thing And I'm like, five years later, I'll be like Oh yeah, I did read that before <laughs> Why yeah. Why didn't I do it then? <laughs>
0: Yeah. Uh, eventually, I'll get to a point where it's just it it it's starting, but you know it's just natural to be positive, natural to ask great questions mm-hmm. be grateful, you know like like it'll come I'm patient it'll come, but man, I just i had to break free and Anybody who's been in an abusive relationship knows two years later when you've broken free and you've gotten out of that relationship, you feel so much mm-hmm. better with right. your mind, your body, your soul, everything. You mm-hmm. feel better. Exactly. And you feel like my life is finally on track.
1: Mm-hmm. Right. Yep, And like you said, oh. you break free, you break free. And um, just because you break free there, you know, you need to heal. You need to heal because uh, it's not an easy process, especially if it's been something that's all, you know, you know, now you need to take, get the tools that you need to make sure that you can heal so that you're not falling back into that same trap again with just a different face, a different body, yep. a different person.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And, and it's a trap.
1: Mm-hmm. You get caught in those traps real fast, and you yes.
0: talk about those in your book. you yes. talk about falling back into them. Yep. hmm I remember that. Yes, yeah, I loved reading your book. I loved. Uh, I, spent, mm, a <laughs> I yes, spent a lot of time formatting the book. I spent a lot of time formatting it, uh, so it, I had to read it like five or six times.
1: <laughs> you know? Yes, you did, uh, you did. And I appreciate all your patience. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I you know, I always
0: have fun doing that stuff. I learned just as much as someone learns from me. Mm-hmm. You know, I I I learned a couple things along the way. I was like, Oh, okay, okay, let me let me try that, let me see how it works, you know. But right. I love the way you wrote the book because it's practical in real time. You ask mm-hmm. questions and then give them lines in the book to write their answers. It's in the book. Right. So now we got a workbook that's going to come out with your book, yes, uh, very soon, and we'll launch mm-hmm. that as well. So you get the book and a workbook that you mm-hmm. can work through. So yeah, I'm really excited about that. And and yeah, I just I, you know you talk about narcissism in mm-hmm. your book,
1: yes, and that's a and big one. You talk one.
0: about, mm-hmm.
1: and You talk mm-hmm. about it
0: in action, like what it looks like. Mm-hmm. which I don't think a lot of people have done unless you wrote a book on narcissism.
1: Right. Right. And being that like, I, it's funny because being that narcissism is, I mean, that's something big. I mean, that's all you you're hearing a lot about and things like that. And more than likely somebody, you know, one out of five people probably encountered a, a narcissistic personality person, but um, they just have never been diagnosed with it, but they have all the 14 symptoms that the DSM five says, um, they they have, we just, we don't look at it as, I mean, some of us grew up with a parent, a parent that was narcissist. So we're used to that behavior. Right. We don't look at it as it's a, it's like, what you know, it's a mental disorder. We just look like, yeah. oh, that's just, you know, uncle Seth Sylvester or whoever, you know,
0: <laughs> uh, yeah. um, Oh, well,
1: that's, that's just un- how we
0: Yes. whatever yeah it's crazy crazy uncle Eddie or what you know
1: right that's just how
0: he is well <laughs> well that's what everybody says well it's just him like you gotta know him mm-hmm. it doesn't seem like anybody really wants to know him because he's <laughs> rather mean you know right so 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 what's your message for the listeners that we start to close the show What's your message for the listeners listening right now?
1: Well, my message for the listeners that's listening would be, and my first introduction in the book is to ask those three questions. Is, um, and those three questions that I like to ask my listeners and to really dig, dig deep and to find those answers for themselves. One is, are you living the life you want to live? And then two, do you feel you are who you are meant to be? And then three, do you wake up feeling like you are your best self? So leaving the message is to really having people to look within. A lot of times we look outside of ourselves to find answers, and our answers, everything you need is within yourself if we take the time to look within and to really, you know, um, really hone into um what it is, you know, who we are and who we want to be, finding that true you know your true authentic self.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. Authenticity is so huge because now, I mean, with social media, you're gonna get smoked out, and people are gonna find out fast. Oh yeah, people yes. are gonna start finding you out.
1: Right. No. Exactly. It's it's amazing because with like you said with social media. It's funny because I mean, people post, you know, all these great pictures. Oh, they post everything like you know they're living the life, and then you can see them in person or talk to them, and they're they're crying their eyes out that they're so depressed or this or that. But wait a minute, just yesterday you 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 said you was this, so it's like yeah, it's like really, and that's fine if that's your life. No one is knocking what you do, but it's really to because who cares what you do at the end of the day? It's it's gonna kind of, you are the one that has to live with you you the one that's going to look in the mirror at yourself. So if you need yep. to be honest with you. You know, if anything, being honest with who you are.
0: Oh, my gosh. Yes. And again, acceptance, it comes down to acceptance. Mm-hmm. Right? You have right. to accept. For, I mean, I love the questions, right? Are you living the life you want to live? So accept where you are. You don't have to like mm-hmm. it. But you have to accept, like, here's my starting point. Right. Here I am right here. This is my starting point. And then accept like I accept where this is. Right. Who do I want to become? Where do I want to go? You know, like, what's the end? What's the Having the end in mind. I always start at the end. What's the end in mind? hmm And that right. is another massive tip. Where do you want to go? What do you want, mm-hmm. what you want to be doing? Who do you want to be with? What kind of person do you want to be? Why? Start making those changes towards those, whatever your answers are. Exactly. Start making a change towards those questions and the answers that came. So mm-hmm. with that, Serena, I am so excited and congr- congratulations on your success. I am super pumped that you had an amazing launch. You wrote an amazing book. Well-deserved success that you're getting. Uh, if everybody right now listening goes to Amazon and searches Break Free Heal Wounds, you will see Dr. Serena Patterson's new book, Break Free Heal Wounds. It's available right now on Amazon. Everybody that is in the show notes, uh, either live or on your favorite podcast platform, you can just click on the little Amazon uh, hyperlink right there. Click on that. It'll take you to the book. Go get the book. If you know somebody who has experienced domestic violence, a trauma, self-defeating behaviors of any kind, negativity, make free Heal Wound, the book. Go get it right now. Serena, thank you so much for coming on the show.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: Life Transformation Radio listeners, an amazing guest impacting the world around her. If anything's resonated with our conversation today on Life Transformation Radio with author Dr. Serena Patterson, please reach out to her via her website or social media. Go buy her book, Break Free Wounds. You can buy one copy for yourself, four copies as a gift, and gift them out for the holidays. As I close the show, I always say, live your brand. Find opportunities every day to live out the core values that you hold deep in your heart. And I call this living your brand. So until next episode, live an amazing life. And don't forget to subscribe to Life Transformation Radio.